<laughs> ho, ho, ho. We have a lot of fun here in this morning and welcome to you, wherever, whatever it is, morning, afternoon or evening. I'm sitting here uh, in the bed of my son for acoustical reasons, not anything <laughs> else. And I have my friend Mass uh, in Switzerland, which is telling about a book he really enjoys. So, Mass, Mats, Mats, uh, it's difficult. Yeah, for go, me. go on, go on, go it's on. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. How are you? What are you presenting? And why is this book so important to you? Good morning, everyone. I'm very happy to to do this interview. Um, I'm pleased to get this platform for this very special book that I will tell you about. And uh, first of all, I have to excuse myself because I didn't read it in English. I only read it in German, in Portuguese, some part in the French original. And now for research uh, for this interview, I read some of the English version. But hey, it's traduced to 30 languages. So you may choose <laughs> okay so you're the first one reading a book in several different languages <laughs> i know of it's so special uh it's worthwhile <laughs> okay so, so what's your first question <laughs> so what is the book and why did you choose it i start with why i chose it um basically because it changed the way I see life, me as a human being, and not only that, the whole world and the human species. Is that enough? <laughs> yeah, that's kind <laughs> of a small reason for such a book, right? <laughs> okay. Right, yeah. So, yes, and uh, while you're not saying what it is, so when did you read it? And why did you get, you know, why, why did you get to read that book, actually? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, storytelling. Let's see. Where did we start? Um, my wife's Brazilian. We lived there for a while. When we came back to Switzerland, she was looking for some um, connection to her home country and culture. So she was introduced to um, a cultural um, uh, meeting point, a center um, in our living town in Switzerland. And there I got introduced, because I went with her, I got introduced to this philosophy. And I was quite interested. Uh, what is it all about? I mean, um, I'm, I'm a studied engineer and I work in IT, so um, I'm skeptical. You know, I just basically don't believe in anything. But I was always looking for answers about life, about... Uh, our origins, about why we're here, what we're doing, what could be the reasons for all this. And actually, in this place, with this cultural background, I started to, to listen to some, some presentations that really got me and really triggered my, okay, there's something more here to find out. And then I got introduced to that book, which is the basic initial point of the whole philosophy. And it really made sense to me. Basically, from A to Z, it just makes sense to me. And that impressed me so much. So that's why I'm um, 
talking about this book now. And um, it, uh, I found out that the writer of the book, a French guy, um, he studied in Switzerland at um, Pestalozzi's school and he was um, taking onwards the whole philosophy of, of uh, learning and teaching of Pestalozzi to France, uh, into Paris. And he actually wrote not only books about um, the new way of teaching, but also he um, proposed uh, a whole new change in the, in the educational system of France and then in Germany as well. And the guy impressed me as a person, his biography, and the fact that he studied with, with Pestalozzi in Switzerland made me quite curious because I, as a Swiss, you know, I go after the guys who had something in Switzerland. So I, I started studying the guy first, the author, and um, found out that he, his, he, his way of thinking was that people basically only believe in things they understand. So first you have to rationally question everything you don't understand to then when you find answers that really suit your, your mindset or your understanding, then you start believing. And uh, that way he approached basically everything in life. And uh, he was, uh, as I said, he was an author and an educator. He had uh, he gave birth, gave birth to several institutions, educational institutions in Paris. And um, then there was this time when he, uh, you, 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 I must mention, <laughs> this is quite a while ago. This was in the uh, 1800s and something that he studied in Switzerland and then went to, to France to, to educate. And around 1850, there was a big movement happening in, in, um, in France, in the rest of Europe, and in the US. There were manifestations, several hundreds, um, of table turning and such kind, like manifestations uh, from another realm, um, the spirit world, how they said. But nobody could explain it. People just went there to see it. It was, there was theaters filled with uh, spectators to, to see tables turning and objects moving. And uh, people were just um, taking this as, a, as an event of, of uh, fun and going there to arouse themselves or to, to impress. Um, but this guy, this, um, uh, no, no, I don't, I don't I want to say his real name, which is Hippolyte Léon Denisard Rivail, uh, born in Lyon, in France, in 1804. Uh, he actually was very suspicious about it. He, he said, ah, I'm skeptical. I don't believe this. This is a, a creation. This affects this phenomenon. They're just effects of the gathering and of the people in the gathering itself until uh, a close friend to him, in which he believed a lot uh, in his judgment, uh, told him, hey, there is actually reasonable answerings happening here in these sessions, if you ask the right questions. And that made him dive into the, the topic and study it. First, he 
he went to uh, participate in a few sessions to actually observe and still very skeptical, he observed that these manifestations, they were not only varying in voice and uh, writing skills like uh, these, these mediums, people who would channel from the other world, yeah, from the spiritual realm, um, they would pass on to him, uh, they would pass uh, information by voice or by writing First, it started all with these moving objects, but this advanced quickly in the in serious sessions to to these other manifestations, where you could actually place questions and get answers. And he observed that not only they were uh, answering in a deep and and uh, intelligent way, but they were also varying. So as if they were individuals on the other side answering your questions. So he thought, oh, that's quite interesting. Um, he, as, a, as an educator and, and always interested in discovering what is unknown, he saw it as an opportunity to find out more about these phenomenons that were not explained so far, and as well, maybe about other things, because if it was really deceased people, could be a philosopher from ancient Greek, could be an ancient hero, conquest, conqueror, whatever. Uh, uh, a guy from, from former times who had a lot of knowledge that you could now access by this way. So he started to create sort of an interview, um, interviewing style, like you do with me now. Just it wasn't on air. It was by uh, writing the same questions in cards, in, in letters, to different sessions all around the world. US, uh, a lot in France, um, Germany, Switzerland. Uh, England and the mediums, the channeling people, they were not supposed to know each other and they were not supposed to know the topic as a, as a whole. To really get scientific basis to these uh, questions, so he could compare in a scientific way, he could compare all the, the answers. And after years of study, he actually uh, summed it all up in a book, and that's the book I'm talking about. He published in uh, 1857, he published a book, the Spirits book, now it's called in English, Das Buch der Geister, Le Livre des Espirites. And um, that's where he gathered first uh, 500 questions and answers, and already in a second uh, version, a few years later, I think two years later, uh, he increased the, the study to over a thousand questions about, now I have to read uh, to you, about the principles of the spirit teachings. So it's not only about the nature of the spirits and their manifestations, but also their relations, their relation to man. And then the moral laws, that's a heavy one, because that's actually talking about how you have to take care that you actually get to improve. And I think that's the main reason why this book didn't spread so well yet in 160 years, uh, because it actually tells you, hey, you will always have to take care of the effects of your own causes, if in this life or in another one. But the good, the good thing is uh, 
he tells as well, uh, not he, not he, Alain Kardec, the author, but the spirits that uh, mention all this to him, they actually tell you um, that you have several chances. So don't worry, guys, we all have several more chances to get it right. And it talks as well about the present and the future life and the future of the whole humanity. And for me, it was very revealing to have an approach to the origins of life and the universe and the planet Earth and God, the divine. Because one of the main questions, the very first in the whole book, is what is God? And that made me really open my eyes for the whole thing. Because it doesn't, it doesn't question if God is this or that or where it is, but it asks what it is. And then it goes into attributes of the divine. And uh, for me, as a, as a studied engineer and um, as, a, let's say, focused on, on, on science view uh, of the world, this actually gave me an access to this, um, this realm, um, let's say, above us, around us, um, further than us as human beings, as individuals. And it gave me quite a kick to change the view, the, the view of my life and all around. Was that enough for an answer? <laughs> Okay, well, that's um, that's a lot. Nice description of the whole thing. So now people know who was writing it and why he was writing it about. So how is this book written? Is it stories? Is it like a technical school book? Uh, you know, how, how is it to be to read? Um, it's more like a, a technical book, really, because. Uh, this Alain Kardec, which is the uh, pseudonym, pseudonym yeah. that he used, that um, this uh, Hippolyte Léon Denisard Rival used, probably he chose this name to, to be more simple as well. <laughs> <laughs> the French yes. name is so extensive. No, he didn't actually want to mix um, his, his uh, works on spiritism with his works as an educator because probably knew as well that at the time it was still uh, he would still arouse a lot of emotions so he didn't want to confuse people and he didn't want to take authorship as such because he always says what i'm writing in these books about spiritism is not of my thinking it's only what i gathered in a scientific way by writing to many mediums and getting many questions uh, many answers compared because you can imagine on the other side, um, the spiritual world uh, is full of individuals of uh, all sorts, you know, like us. Uh, some know about science, some know about philosophy, some know about cooking. But hey, nothing different in the spiritual world because we're all spirits and that's where we're going when we let go of this physical body. And um, as the spirits teach us we can return anytime to improve again, make more experiences and uh, get on with our progress. Uh, and th therefore, the, the answers, they weren't all that high level. So you really had to separate the, 
uh, how do you say that? The wheat, the wheat from the, the, the good from the bad answers and compare uh, the, intel the intelligent answers to get to a, a common ground when he then published it this way. And um, so it's basically question answer. There's a big introduction about how he came to this and um, uh, the pros and cons. And uh, Alan Kardec starts the book with, uh, first of all, introducing the whole thing, like the, the form he studied, the methodology, the pros and cons, and how he actually got to um, diversify the answering from the spiritual realm because you can imagine they're not only highly intelligent spirits answering in these sessions, so you really have to separate the, the intelligent answers from whatever uh, funny thing that comes along. And he did that in a sincere way over years with thousands of, of letters going forth and back to these different uh, sessions and, and medias. And... Um, he then published the, 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 the book in form of question-answer, which uh, tells you exactly what the Spirit says to exactly his question, meaning exactly the summarization of these comparisons of the intelligent answers. So it's not only the, the meaning of, let's say, one, one individual, definitely not the author itself. Uh, he only authored the, the questions um, and did the work but then the spirit that's why it's called the spirit's book because it's what the spirit said and um, uh, then the answers come along and it develops along uh, some topics like talking about the divine talking about the general elements of the universe the creation itself the principle of life um, about the spirits, about reincarnation, about uh, um, the plurality of existences. Very interesting, really. If you have never thought of uh, living in another realm, um, then this is quite an, a mind blower. So, and the living as a spirit in, in the spiritual realm, uh, return. To, to life, the freeing of the soul, um, moral laws, as I said, uh, um, the law of freedom, the law of equality, and so on. So, really wow. some big stuff. So, if you're ready to read it, uh, feel free. Um, you can have it in basically all languages, at least the ones I know. <laughs> oh, you know the 30 languages? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you look it up, I guess. <laughs> okay, so so is it difficult to read when it's like a question answer book, or is it like having still a flow? Is it like listening to a conversation, or? Well, I, I would say for, for me, I'm a slow reader, but I like to digest. So I like to take time to digest a, a chapter, and here I needed really some time. I took about a year to read the whole book, the whole thousands and something questions and really digest it because it was a mind changer. So yeah, I took that time and uh, I needed it. Uh, yeah. Everybody his own speed. Yeah. No rush. Okay. So I can see 
when when you're new to this topic then uh, it's it's probably harder to read because of too many ideas if you're a little bit already in the topic it might be easier to read because you already have some kind of knowledge on on the matter i guess so yeah of course but i mean it's the it's the it's the beginning point so after that you can read another guess over a thousand books of uh, of about spiritism and the spirit around there is as you said as you asked as you questioned <laughs> if there was some more like storytelling there is there is a lot of um spiritist romance like um really storytelling people from from the other realm uh telling their stories about uh, how they went from one life to the other and what were their experiences in the other world and very interesting um, there is a good film about it a good production brazilian production called uh, our place no solar um, which is it's quite a let's say a, well you can't call it a blockbuster because it wasn't so popular <laughs> but um, it was very well produced i would say high end production movie about this this novel of uh, a spirit called andre luis which was uh, well i don't want to talk about this book now but um, i mean you, you you'll find a lot if you go into it and uh, a good starting point for the english language or in the topic is um, the spiritistacademy.com i think it's english and uh, british english at least they do very well produced british english accent um, <laughs> uh, videos and introductions and they have all sorts of material so you find it all there uh, of course i buy my books um, in in another um, place where they have german books and french as well so yeah um, I, I guess you can put this in the video afterwards or in the in the subtitles, yeah. the notes. Yes, this is, of course, we put all in the show notes. So for, you you kind of already answered the question. So for you, this book is basically for people which feel triggered by spiritual, um, by the spiritual world and have, are not really convinced, but somehow are interested or for who do you think this book would be? It's basically for everyone who wants to know more about life and about uh, what are we what are we here for? What's the meaning of all this? Uh, a lot of philosophical questions that are being answered, but in a scientific way. So for me, um, even the Bible got explained later on in a, in a former book, uh, in, a, in, a, in a later book of Allan Kardec. He goes into the Bible, so I, I was never uh, understanding anything of the Bible. Couldn't make sense of it all. So after reading that, it started to make sense, you know, and it started to give me some starting points of uh, even how to educate my kids better, so they're being um, good citizens, you know, and they can actually progress in life. So it really, it really helped me in, in many aspects in my life, and. Yeah, nice question answering to start with, and then you can dive into whatever area you like. Wow, okay, super. That's, that's basically what I have for, for this book. 
how are you normally reading? Now you said you're a slow reader, you like to digest. Are you consuming books in um, only paper form or are you also using audiobooks or ebook reader or um, how is it called? Graphic novels? <laughs> Maybe mainly paper and, and uh, audiobooks. So okay. I'm not much of a Kindle reader because I haven't got one yet. <laughs> but my, my wife is triggering the point, so I probably soon get one. <laughs> so, so, so she has she has a Kindle or what? No, she wants one. <laughs> ah, she wants one. Okay, yeah. Because I would say, why don't you just take it when she doesn't read? Um, <laughs> we have two Kindle because we I got one for her Christmas, mm -hmm. I don't know, many years ago. And I actually started reading the same book on her Kindle, which got annoying because she's reading pretty fast, like the 500, 600 words. But, but uh, asking about the, the form to read, uh, for me, it helped a lot to read in different languages. Like um, I lived in Brazil with my wife, so I, I learned Portuguese quite well. And it helped me to read it in Portuguese and read it in German to compare. German is my mother tongue. And um, that helped me a lot to understand these deep questions more, let's say it that way, because it, it's, it's an option to have it in so many languages. It can really help you to, to access the knowledge. Okay, now, that's funny. Uh, about 10 days ago, I had uh, one of my UK connections answering his book um, about um, magic, and we talked about languages because he wants to learn more languages how is it for you now you say you were reading the same book in different languages and you got more out of it how is that are you but why do you get more out of it if you read it in different languages of the difference translation or well they're supposed to say the same but then uh you know with the cultural background um every language approaches it with another cultural mindset. So I would say the, the German version focused much more on the scientific issues or the scientific aspects, while the Portuguese version pronounced more the moral aspects and the, let's say, the emotional um, aspects of the same question. So it's just traducing it uh, a slightly with a slightly different angle of view, you get different aspects uh, highlighted. Okay, awesome. So yeah, people now you know learn at least another language, your mother tongue, <laughs> and start reading the same book, which is important to you. No, but um, I think for me to answer the question from my side, I have the feeling I'm a bit a different person when I speak in a different language as well. So. I can see that spiritual books are very difficult for me to read and understand in German uh, as it is. So for me, it's much easier to consume such things in uh, English. I haven't tried yet uh, in French, to be honest. That's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could handle. I know your background. <laughs> yeah, I, I should be able to handle. I mean, I have also an interview here in French on the podcast. Yeah. It's interesting. I actually think I'm... Um, because it's written originally in French, so in I'm French. curious to to see how that would be. Let's see here in the library because um, there's too many books which are too interesting. Since I did this little project of mine for this advent, <laughs> that I um, 
somehow the bookshelf is already filled as it is with children's books. So I used uh, the service we have here in Denmark, which is pretty good with lending the books from the library. So let's see if they have a French version. It's probably going to be funny to read it in Danish, to be honest, uh, from, the way I, from the way I feel and live in Denmark. Mm-hmm. I have already kind of an idea how it will feel to read it in Danish, but why not be surprised, right? Uh, why not get a different... Yeah, sure. The, the language is always very tightly connected with cultural aspects, so yeah. it varies. Okay. Yeah, and then, then it also depends, I guess. You say it's uh, in 1850 was uh, the book written, or... Yep, uh, 1857 it was published first. Okay, yeah, so, so 150, 60 years ago. So mm-hmm. then the question is also when were the translations, which then will also represent again some cultural background, as you say. And and it made it actually it made quite an impact, you know. Uh, at the time, people were very curious about these phenomena. Yes. So it, it sold a lot, and for the church, this was like, oh gosh, no, they're gonna turn us over. They're <laughs> gonna take power away. So they started burning it in several places uh, and banishing it and uh, condemning it d- during their uh, celebrations. You know? And oh. uh, the same then um, regimes, like extreme regimes, like the Nazis, they had it on the blacklist to, to burn as well and, and banish it from the society. So it would, be, it would stay hidden, sort of. Uh, uh. It's probably why it didn't flourish so much in, in the next century. And there were so many wars anyway, so people had to take care about their surviving and not about their their spiritual progressing so much i guess okay yeah awesome so mass is there anything else you would like to share around the book oh i think it's just enough for the start so uh, <laughs> i hope i could pass on the flame to some searching people to some searching spirits by the way you know why you know what the spirit says why we don't remember all this from past lives nope can you imagine what would they say um uh, now it's french the while you <laughs> pose the question um uh-huh. i remember that a friend of mine which is french told me that um how you call this the the line from the nose to the lips that's because when you're born, the angels put the finger and say, silent, don't remember. Silent, okay. And, and that's a good starting point, really. It's a, it's a metaphor, but it helps. Because it's not only for you to silence what you say, but to silence your memories, because you couldn't handle all the errors you already committed in your past lives. <laughs> so to give you a, a, a clean conscience to start with, in every incarnation, you get this this uh, this blur of your memories, and then you 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 can recover some uh, during your life, but mainly uh, you have these tasks already placed when you start the incarnation, and then you follow through and you try your best, you keep your free will, and decide for the better. <laughs> okay, now. Well, what is it when you have a lot of errors in the lifetime you live and you cannot handle that? So I can imagine if you had, I do not know how many lifetimes we had, 50, 100, thousands. Um, Depends. Yeah. And, and, and some how fast of us, you're progressing. <laughs> ah, 
okay. Like, we do want not want to go into depth, otherwise we talk for two sure. hours here. Uh, read the book first. <laughs> yeah, read <laughs> the book first. <laughs> I read the book and then we have a private discussion and then we yeah. make um, a book discussion group. So people, if you really, if you actually, why not? Um, if you're up to it and you think like you read the book and you want to have some discussions, please contact me. And then uh, if that's the case, then uh, let's let's gather uh, and talk about the books and the teachings cool. uh, to find out more. Uh, I'll definitely will call my dear friend here in Switzerland, at least virtually until we can meet in person again uh, to discuss when I've read it. Uh, besides all the other 30 books I have at least on my <laughs> list to read. Yeah, got a big list now. Yeah, yeah I, I need to um, increase my speed reading. Uh, at least I cannot, um, if I want to read all these books, I cannot allow myself using one year per book. Uh, otherwise, I'm definitely in my pension years <laughs> before I get this advent calendar. Well, just, just, just don't do these sessions anymore. So you have for the rest of your life, you have your set. <laughs> <laughs> really yes. okay super um thank you listeners for uh joining in this time for more the spooky side uh of the book reading and i hope you're not scared off and you're going to click that button tomorrow and open the next door um, and you know what's good about it this book actually takes out all the spook you ever had because it, it explains it all and that's that's so uh, so scientific and so based on earth so yeah there we go if you so, want to keep this book don't read it <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll make sure that i find some people to talk about spooky things if you want to be spooked all the time and forget all about this book right <laughs> better <laughs> all thank right you. thank you very much for the platform and have a good time happy advent to each other and love and share and there's always someone around you even though you don't see them good words <laughs> thank you bye bye